uh, how to go from three months to four and a half months as an exercise, how to go from four and a half months to five months as an exercise in itself, how to go from... So I guess is you know did you have anything specific uh, you had in mind you wanted to chat about anything that come up in the seminar this past weekend? I think that um, yes, I think that one of the things again that is important is that looking at the positions, um, many um, individuals who are attendees start off looking at positions. They have isometric positions. They do some physic uh, motion of the extremities in these positions. But I think one of the important aspects of the position is the transition into the position and out. Um, you can get into you know you can ask a patient get into quadruped and they just get into quadruped but when you're trying to exercise you have to go okay um i can get into quadruped from plank i can get into quadruped from um from uh, cobra and i could get into quadruped from like a bear mm -hmm. so the way in which you instruct the patient to get into quadruped then becomes an exercise in itself so that you can see how the patient negotiates this voluntarily and then you can structure it to be a, 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 a um, limited and defined uh, movement pattern so that you can analyze it and you can have a a repeatable, um, accessible uh, form format yeah. that the that you can use as an exercise or for assessment. So I think that one of the things we tried to stress this weekend in B was transitions, transitions and variety of of movements that belong to the position. Um, because sometimes what happens is that with the new uh, divisions of um, undifferentiated A-course positions and differentiated B-course positions, there is no time for the attendee to uh, experience the transitions because the, the, the transitions go between exactly those two groups. Yeah. And so... Uh, how to uh, how to go from three months to four and a half months as an exercise, how to go from four and a half months to five months as an exercise in itself, how to go from five months to plank six months, and so on, becomes its own exercise. So um, I think, you know, when you're on your back and you roll, it kind of flows, but when you're on your stomach, it is kind of staccato. You are. Mm -hmm. We don't usually stress the difference in positions between the, uh, the the prone transitions as much as we stress the transitions in supine because you're rolling, you are turning, and it's much. It looks much more dynamic. Much more dynamic. Yeah. yeah. So I you think, know actually. Uh, mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's, so that's just something that we, I try to think about and come up with as many 
ways of entering these what seem like fixed positions in prone and getting out of them and so on and using them in a more um, user-friendly variable uh, way okay this this kind of uh you know the pediatric course that i taught this past weekend um mm. kind of get into that a bit um in terms of the actual teaching of it Mm -hmm. uh, and then what I was having them do in terms mm -hmm. of after we talked about it and I demonstrated and it was it was you know you take the DNS course the initial clinical courses or any of the initial courses and you come away with four exercise positions mm -hmm. that's and it's exactly what you said they're static isometric positions and at most the like the variability or what you can do from them would be, you know, phasic function of an, of an extremity against resistance. Um, in the course uh, this past weekend, I said, you know, of course, you, you do have to know the positions, the milestone kind of positions. Yeah. And they are kind of your vocab uh, of DNS. It yeah. is the vocab that you do need to understand. I need to know what low oblique seat, seat looks like. I need to know where the support points are. Um, and things like that. But the deeper understanding comes from, can you explain the actual developmental flow or transition from one position to the other? So after you know giving a lecture on ontogenesis and showing the basic positions, it was me separating them into groups. Because I remember, I believe Martina had done this with us a couple times in pediatric courses, where it was, you two go over there, and work out how what you know development from zero to seven months looks like in supine undifferentiated i'm going to come back in 10 minutes and you're going to show the rest of the class what it looks like to go from newborn to, to seven months in supine and then this group over here you're going to do prone zero to seven months um uh, undifferentiated work it out if you have any questions i'll come by but you're going to now show us the flow or the transition from zero to seven months and so on. And it was, yeah. you know, oblique sitting and to bear and things like that. And I tried to just stress that DNS is not just simply a set of six positions. It, it, it is a much, there's a much more fundamental aspect of understanding the transition between each position, either going forward or going backward, understanding uh, number one, even being able to classify these things as, is this an undifferentiated position versus a differentiated position? What does that mean? And then what type of pattern of muscle pull are you actually using? Those, those, those are vocab words that get thrown around, ipsilateral pattern, uh, things like that, but not necessarily putting it together with the transition from one position to the other and how to transfer weight. Of course, that's vitally important. And then now you're say, you know, you're suggesting and saying like, and uh, I mean a typical DNS course might say it, but we might not necessarily apply it immediately. Which is the transition from one position to another in and of itself can be a test. That's a functional yeah, test. That's right. um, but we kind of we're spending so much time on the individual positions that we make sure everybody knows those that we never get to actually do the transition yeah. stuff. And I yeah. think that, again, time must be set by to do the actual plan movement pattern. So as people can get to be familiar 
with knowing because you know you can always tell somebody that the phasic um, the definition of the phasic of stepping forward limb is in your notes and you know it's on slide this and that but when it comes to actually doing it the patient doesn't see it in the doesn't see it in the plan movement pattern he's so busy trying to make the next position he's like well when was that flexion abduction external rotation happening I, I don't remember doing it I just got up from low oblique to high or I was crawling or whatever um, another if you enjoyed this conversation and want to hear more like it then please like this video and subscribe to our channel you can also stay up to date on our latest seminars on our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook at IMTR seminars